0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew discusses commander related topics. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite underrated commanders. Commanders that don't see a lot of play or don't have a lot of deck submissions, period. Uh, but we think are better than and, and deserve more than, more love than they currently, uh, get. So we defined underrated, um, as a commander as, decks that have under 500 submissions according to EDH rec uh, because we have that as some sort of definition so that's what we're going to go for um, but before we jump into our list there are a couple of things you can do to support the channel um, the first thing you could do is you can like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast that helps the channel grow another way you can support the channel is you can purchase all the beautiful stuff at mtgoldfishmerch.com uh, deck maps uh, deck play mats, mm-hmm. deck sleeves, um, deck boxes, t-shirts, and so much more over at Um, All right. And then the other thing I have to do is introduce people, which apparently I just forgot to do this
1: time. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, hi. How's it going? Saffron hi, I'm doing. I'm doing great, Tomer. How are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for stopping Thanks for by. The invite. I don't yeah. know. I, we Hopefully, just we just do had it again commander sometime. Flash recording, yeah. yeah. We just
0: had a commander class recording, so like, I guess I'm a little frazzled. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone for my coffee, but yeah. <laughs> they, hi, hi, <laughs> hello. Tomer. Hello, hello. <laughs> the the other people are joining me is uh Krim, aka the Asian Avenger. How's it going, Krim? Yo, what's up? Good morning. <laughs>
2: Good morning. Uh, that's incorrect for all of us. I I have technically been awake because we did the clash, but also I feel like I'm the lights are actually finally on and someone's home. So, oh, wow. like yeah, like there's just some days that's where it good. just feels like autopilot. Yes, yes, sure, okay. I'm glad you but, are awake but,
0: and bright. But I'm here. I'm here. Yes, I'm here. The lights are dimmed for me and my noggin. I need my coffee. But anyway, um, (laughs) the last, but certainly not least, is Phil, a.k.a. Bruce Kitchen. How's it going, Phil? Good evening for me. Uh,
3: Mm -hmm. It's pretty late (laughs) over here, and I'm (laughs) very awake still. It's like 10 or uh, 20 hour? Half an hour until it's 10. Yeah. So
0: that's fine. That's,
3: That's a good time it's a great ah no not for me uh, it's pretty much just starting over here <laughs> I'm a oh, bit yeah, like Crim although my schedule fits a bit better
1: for <laughs> recordings than Crim's sometimes yeah <laughs> it connects with us a little bit easier um, sounds weird we, we need yeah. to find a cast member from like Japan or something and then we will literally have every time zone around the world uh... around the world yeah, <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I think I technically have Japan time zone friendly yeah <laughs> Because <laughs> my mornings here are link up with sync up with theirs. Uh,
1: yeah. Krim lives on Japanese time. He just happens to be in California. Yeah. 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 yeah I just prepping yeah, like, for the move.
2: Right. Because when I because I I when I went and visited Japan, I was actually a normal functioning human being. I woke You're up, like, at, up 8 at 8 You're like waking up 7. It's like, oh no. Yeah. I got breakfast. It was yeah. wild, dude. It was wild.
3: That's what I hope for Vegas, actually. That I just go there and have no jet lag and it just canceled out because I usually go yeah, to bed yeah, at like this 3 morning. or 4 in the morning and then <laughs> it's like, oh. You can just... Yeah continue with that
0: <laughs> all right so we got introductions done now let us jump into our list i'm going to start with seth what what would you consider an underrated commander that you do des- you think deserves more love and attention
1: ah so we just did a couple of days ago a uh, a underrated commander commander clash uh, we had even stricter requirements. I had to be under 200 decks on EDH Rec, I believe. So like the, the very least popular commanders. And I played Celestial Karen and I might have blown up everyone's lands and made everyone kind of sad, but I kind of love this card. It's four mana, <laughs> three, three, flying legendary Kieran Spirit. And when you cast a Spirit Arcane spell, you get to blow up all the permanents that have that spell's converted mana cost. So this is kind of like a Mono White Spirit Tribal Commander. You can also play some Arcane spells, although Arcane a little bit awkward in Mono White. There's not a ton of like super yeah. good support for it, but there are some like fogs and stuff that cost one mana or whatever, like Ethereal Haze. Uh, but the main trick of Select steal, Karen, is there's a X-mana spirit, uh, Ugin's Conjurant, which you can tutor up, and then if you cast it for zero mana, you Armageddon... Uh, you Armageddon. You blow up all the lands, because Celestial yeah. Karen was printed back before there <laughs> was a zero mana spirit, so you get to just blow up everyone's lands, and since you're mono-white, there's tons of synergies for this. In the game, we got to see face reward, reanimate all my lands. Unfortunately, Tomer ran really well that game, and top-decked a ton of mana, <laughs> and ended up winning anyway, but I think it's a really fun build-around. I will say your playgroup will probably hate you, because the only thing this really does is Armageddon. Like, if you're not Armageddoning, I don't know why you're playing Celestial Karen. but uh, but yeah. as a as a once in a while thing to uh, just kind of get everyone I think it's a really neat commander that deserves a bit more love and respect
2: D- I mean yeah. doesn't this commander just feel like a, a one off though like <laughs> I feel like I, I don't it feels like kind of like how I just don't I get bo- I like I got really bored with Eureka. right it just
1: kind of like it does its thing and then that's it right so- that, that's true. That is that is true. I wouldn't recommend, if you've never built a commander deck, I would not say, like, go out and build Celestial Kieran. But if you're someone that has a bunch of cards what? and you got a bunch of commander decks, I think it's a good, like, fifth commander deck to, you know, once every six months pull out and just, like, get your playgroup and then stick it back on the shelf for a while. Something like that.
2: Yeah. You just went through a lot of hoops to just play a stacks deck. I'll you know, just say yeah. But it's creative. It's creative No, stacks. no it's true. It, it was funny. I love how funny that was. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. But this I, was like it's just yeah. like one of those ones where I don't know if I would build it in paper. It. It's like my 30th commander deck, right?
0: It's a definition of like a one-trick pony. Like you do the thing yeah. and people... Yeah it's cool it's obviously very cool like everyone hates you commander but then but then (laughs) then you you move everybody sees it they're like that was cool and then you don't really have to do that anymore (laughs) but like the 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 opposite of it is like all the cards that you need for this are very cheap like face reward is very cheap celestial kieran's very cheap ugin's whatever conjurance is very cheap and then, like, the good spirits and arcane spells are also dirt cheap. So, like, so, you could to get a cheap build on
2: this. Oh, yeah. yeah there's could, actually a downside to that, by the way, huh? them being cheap. A lot of places don't stock it. And so you have to – because, like, no one looks for these cards, right? So then you have yeah. to go to your LGS or, or like and hope they have it and order online. But if you're, like, ordering $0.32 cents in singles, you're already paying for more, like –
1: through shipping for the shipping
2: so like this is the only that's annoying about ordering really cheap cards i swear
1: <laughs> my my Wait. deck overall was like 500 bucks but that was like pretty inflated by a handful of cards like there was a stone forge in there there was a uh, Avicen, which is kind of good if you can get it down before you blow up everything oh, you yeah. get to keep all your stuff so there was a few uh, cavern of souls i threw in there because it was spirit tribal so if you cut like five cards that are not really essential the spirits themselves are super cheap so i think it could be like a fun fifty dollar budget deck or a hundred dollar budget deck because the spirits and celestial karen those cards are like very inexpensive so i i think that's have you ever seen Zombie Hunt in like modern? It's like the memeiest of meme decks where you play like, yeah, Zombie Infestation and Treasure Hunt. Those are the only non lands and you just mulligan to get Treasure Hunt and then you get the Zombie Infestation and hopefully win. It reminds me of that. Like the upside to that deck, it's a horrible deck. You'd never want them to be your primary modern deck because it literally just does one thing every time and the thing's not even that good. Uh, but it's really funny once in a while in small doses. Mm. That's kind of how I view Celestial Current. If you can build a $50 version of it, that would be just a funny backup deck to pull out once in a while and like get your fix of you know making your playgroup hate you by blowing up all their lands and then and then forget about it but yeah don't build a thousand dollar like celestial kieran deck unless you just have those cards <laughs> floating around in your collection already
0: i feel like you also had some depth to it too you had like a reanimator sub theme where you're running stuff like karmic guide which is a spirit so it also wipes stuff but it gets something back and you had like uh uh, I don't know if you had Art, but you had you had stuff that was basically constantly getting your spirits back from the graveyard and sacrificing some, them for value. like soul shift spirit and everything. soul, soul ship, shift yes. action, yeah. <laughs> like selfless spirit and a remorseful cleric are interaction. Selfless spirit protects your board from your own board wipes. And then it's in the graveyard and you get it back afterwards. So like with oh, soul shift. So like, I don't know. I thought I thought there was some depth to it. And even beyond just wipe people's
1: lands. Yeah. Even beyond the Armageddoning, which is like the big calling card, there are cool tricks where you just like can use Soul Shift to get back the mana value of spirit that you need to blow up like the biggest Mm -hmm. threat on the battlefield. And there's tons of cheap ways in white to make your stuff indestructible, uh, where you can just like not harm yourself when you're doing this. So even though the Armageddon is what kind of gets the highlights and what everyone focuses on, there are some other cool mono white spirit tricks you can do with it too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're Armageddon. <laughs> and then you lose. <laughs> and then you and lose. And then you lose. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, then you lose. <laughs> got him. <laughs> that, was such a,
2: that was such a good win from you, Telmer. I love that. That was such a good Songs win. Songs of the Damned, good card.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, speaking the of the good black cards, though, Phil, what do you got for us oh, as yes. your first choice?
3: Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see this because this is one of my favorite commanders and one that i might consider building in paper next it's Jedar Gulkaula of nephalia it's a two mana one one that says at the beginning of your end step if you control no creatures with decayed you create a 2-2 black zombie creature with decayed so this basically means that in your command zone you have like a kind of a bitter blossom like a as long as you Get rid of this token. <laughs> so at least it's a commander.
0: <laughs>
3: In your command zone, you have this okay. thing that make, gives you a creature to sacrifice every turn. And then you just work from there with cards like Morbid Opportunist, Village Rights, everything aristocrat gets like, powered up by this. And I kind of wonder why this is not higher. There's 220 decks with it, which sounds criminally low i get that it's not a payoff for sacrificing but it's such a great enabler it gives you a creature every turn starting on turn that's the big selling point for me it's a two drop thing mm-hmm. so um, we've seen it on commander clash two times so far or right, even three times we saw it once i right, once was on thomas dream got to admit i had a bit of a nut draw there but <laughs> seth killed us with it i think and I brought it for Pioneer Week, which was also pretty solid. Like, the card is just... The floor is just pretty low. If you have a build, a deck build around sacrificing creatures and it's a two-drop Commander, that nothing can go wrong. And it's so... Oh, I love it in Historic Brawl, and I will if I get the chance to, I'll bring it back to Commander Clash as well. Mm-hmm. And if you don't... You should give it a try, I think. It's... Uh, I don't get why it's just 220 (laughs) decks. Unless I'm missing some one-drop that creates creatures every turn or something, because what's better than this? It's super consistent. It is cool. It's so consistent, yeah. You can just build your whole deck knowing that you have this on turn two and have creatures to sacrifice, and then you can go into more interesting stuff, and then then you get got stuff like Grave Pact, so it gets actually pretty strong at some point once you have dictate of arabos it's pretty good with victimized oh
0: it's I'd, so good it is. i think the the biggest thing that that hurts it i think it would be more popular if it wasn't mono black just because mono black's
1: Ooh, primary
0: sure. thing is aristocrats and then you're then Jadars competing with Yagmoth and like ayara yeah <laughs> And but stuff, for Yagmoth, you like... need
3: the bitter blossom or something, right? You need <laughs> for the stuff to sacrifice. You just no. you need anything. stuff to sacrifice with it. Yeah, yeah, but you need yeah anything. you need something to Jadar like the sacrifice just for. It, but like the payoff is so crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yag- Yag- Yagmoth is just yeah. To be, be, be fair, Yagmoth, Yagmoth is, is the best card yes. in Jadar. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not gonna understand Yagmoth. He is probably better, but Jadar is so solid. Yeah, it's a two draw. Yeah.
0: I think hey, just. I mean, like, I mean, if you want to play Yogg, you just like swap to Jadar. If like play the same deck don't want to play against Yogg, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the easiest swap in the world, right? Hidden Yogg, probably. Yeah.
3: Commander. I think you, right? just... you might even find that Jadar is a bit more consistent.
2: Right? Yeah, I. <laughs> I think Jadar would just be better if it didn't have that clause of you not already owning. Uh, you know, yeah, if, but if then it would no- be <laughs> insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is yeah, it though? But... You're you're getting just decayed zombies. Like I I don't know. I mean, decayed itself ended up be, maybe because of its life in standard, right? Like it, it seems better in standard, right? Where I can really take advantage of the the two two body. But in commander, it's just a two two with decayed. I don't know how much I like but
3: that. grave pack. But that's like you a imagine s- you have a grave Pack out yeah. and like yeah, a okay, I priest of forgotten yeah. gods. Yeah, For there's there so many ways to turn it into. You have Skull yeah. Clamp, although yeah, though, Skull Clamp works as well. It's, 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 there's so much ways to get more than a card out of this one token. Like Ranker is pretty good as well. You can edict the yeah. whole table every time. And then there's tricks with it. Uh, if you heh, hold full control, <laughs> you know, Like you can respond to right. the Decay trigger. So you can even deal yeah. damage and then sacrifice the creatures. Uh, yeah, to be fair, Yarkmoth is the best thing to sacrifice them to, but you gotta have something to sacrifice. It's pretty much of Yumansa, it's called, right? The yeah, of the the one that is, the the creates snake. a snake. If you don't have a snake, it's pretty much the same for zombies.
1: I feel like... Not every end uh, step, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, that would be the improvement I want to see, and I think it suffers a little bit from the fact that it had to go through standard, and it might have been too strong in standard if you could do it every turn cycle. But if it triggered every turn, and you could, like, sacrifice stuff, like, instant speed and keep getting one, then it would be, like, really good. Although, I played Jadar, too. I built a Jadar deck, and it did pretty well. I I think you were also playing... this After Phil was here, I forget what Phil was playing that week, I think... Sliver Overlord. I think it was a week you played Slivers, like back towards when you first started doing Commander Clash and I found it to be a really fun commander too like uh, it does do some really cool tricks there's tons of synergies for it I think the reason it just doesn't show up much is there's just so much competition even outside of like Yagmoth you got like Gisa that's kind of popular that works in kind of the same space where you kill stuff and then get the de- decay creatures you got like Endric Shar that you cast a spell and you get a bunch of Thrall tokens and then you can Ooh, sacrifice yeah. so there's like that is true, yeah. just a lot of options that are like kind of in the same space so I think it just divides up players like everyone has their favorite and it ends up with none of the those commanders being super popular because everyone picks their favorite but i also like and they all end up, up being in the
0: 99 anyway it's like yeah. oh yeah. you yeah. can just, just your shuffle your deck them has Yoggmoth yeah. and a in it wow that's the... <laughs> that's so crazy Commander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i think that's like a good a uh, good point though for people who already have like an ayara or Moth, which are like two of the more popular ones is like if you want to mix it up your jar is already in the 99 i know it is so you might as well just. If you, wanna, if you wanna mix it up? You don't know my mono black deck. What are you talking about? <laughs> Krim, does, it, does it have guitar in the 99? Be
1: honest.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, does. yeah I it does.
1: Wow.
3: I just, I'm just checking uh, EDH Rec here. Wait, I have to kill a mosquito. Otherwise, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Peter, if you hear this. I mean, the organization. Okay, it's done. Uh, so, there's so. They're so few Jadar decks that (laughs) literal murder made it onto EDH rec most played instance 5% of these 220 decks play literal murder 3 mana destroy target creature it's not
1: optimized Mm -hmm. at all I wonder if people build it as a budget commander like maybe maybe that would kind of like help explain some of that you can also build okay. a zombie sub-theme. Like, that's another direction oh, yeah. that I've seen to, yeah, people yeah. go with it, is, like, kind of go zombies, which is kind of neat. So, in, mm-hmm. in regardless of if you play zombies
3: or not, Ch- Champion of the Perished and Death Baron are pretty good in the deck just because you repeatedly create zombies. Undead Augur, you get to draw
1: a card whenever it dies. Oh, that's yes. a, if the zombie dies, yes. that's another good one. I think we gotta
0: we gotta speed up on the on the oh, ones yeah. we're talking about because we're like 20 minutes and we've yeah. done two commanders. So yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep it going with Krim. What do you got us for top one?
2: Uh, of course, I, I'm, I'm, you can also play a zombie sub-theme. It also makes zombie tokens. It's not Jadar, though. Give him a big hug. It's Kalidas, Trader traitor of Get. Now, I played this also on that same episode that we did Underrated Commanders, and this only has 177 deck lists. Now, I do not I could be because it itself is a, an almost $40 card right now, uh, and that is pretty pricey. But this card is just a bunch of graveyard hate. You can easily do that. That uh, that uh, it, it spirals out of control. Every time I play this on turn four, it just spirals out of control because all your removal now nets you a body, and then your colitis grows, and then it itself is a sac outlet, so it plays with like you know grave packed. This card is just amazing, and I'm surprised it only has 177 entries. This is like one of my favorite black creatures of like probably all time. Uh, so I am really shocked buy it because everything that mono black does it pairs with kalitas if you want to play uh like skull clampy stuff you can skull clamp the zombie tokens and then you know maybe you get more out of that of course you know like the zombies need to die still but you could sack stuff so i don't know i just love kalitas it does everything that mono black wants to do and it
1: hates out the graveyard on top of that so here's my question for you because i know you're like the uh, biggest kalitas fanboy How do you actually build around Kalidus? That's a challenge I run into with Kalidus, is it? it's really powerful, it's really strong, it does so much, but it doesn't have much that, like, pushes me in a direction to build a deck around it, like some other commanders. Uh, Is it just, like, mono-black good stuff, basically? Just, like, throw in whatever good cards and go to town?
2: No, I build it, so the way I built it, I call it removal tribal, but that's because it really Mm. is removal tribal, plus, like, you then take advantage of, like, grave-packed uh dictate of Erebos and all those sack out like things that benefit from sack outlets, right? Uh you could even play like just a gravecrawler, because Gravecrawler and like, you know, <laughs> uh uh the, the sack outlet, the, the artifact can kinda just go infinite with that too, right? Phyrexian altar. And all you need is just like a, a a single pinger. So that's the cool thing. It kinda just you just I would just build it as removal tribal with like all of the sack outlet stuff like grave pack and all that and you'll just naturally win that way because it just you see it right like we played it it just gets aggro out
1: of nowhere because everything
2: dies in a game of commander
1: yeah you had a huge board that game and like if you go back to last week's commander clash krum was i think you kind of got dealt with eventually but you were running away with a game on like turn five or something because of kalitas yeah
0: you were a hundred percent arch enemy and that was like a big reason why i got to fly on the radar it's like <laughs> And this is not only that game, by the way, I've I've done an EDH and chill with Krim and he played Kalidas and he just smoked the table. I think we played two games and the game one, you just like, nobody can deal with Kalidas and he has a giant zombie army just by sitting there and we all just died because we couldn't we couldn't answer Kalidas enough. I think game that's two was why... a little bit more zany, but.
2: Right. But that's why I love his artwork. Look at him. He just yeah. stands there and he's,
1: like, <laughs> he's Bring just supposed it. to give yeah. everyone a hug. <laughs>
0: Because there are so many Graveyard, like most decks incidentally use the Graveyard, being able to mm-hmm. just passively exile everything is very good. And you're, you're not just exiling, but you're turning that into your pressure, into your damage engine. So I do think it's really strong. I guess maybe it's just less interesting than like a Yogg. I guess that would be... Because people are like, oh, I'm really excited for a Graveyard hate in my command zone. That's not really what excites people it's more like oh i'm gonna draw so many
2: cards off my command
0: zone what you know you i'm talk? gonna do How's a cool the... thing
2: how is that not exciting though you know you just make everyone play fair magic ah uh, 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 no no i know you're, yeah. you're trying to do something nonsensical over <laughs> there
0: I, says I, no. I i know that this this commander is really strong in the <laughs> command zone i'm just saying that like i think it's, the reason why it's underrated is because i think people are just like less excited about removal in your command zone rather than you know drawing cards i think it's just drawing cards and ramping you know those are the two things that end up being popular
1: (laughs) honestly i don't know if i should say this because crim's gonna probably jump through the computer and attack me it's kind of boring yeah i think it's kind of boring it's really i didn't say that word it's a really it's a really strong card but kalita's to me it's just like a little it's a little boring but it's very strong like so power level wise certainly underrated but it's it's not the most interesting build around for me personally. That's sorry, that's fine because because
2: it's a vampire, so it
1: makes me think of what we do in the shadows.
2: You could just call the deck Colin, and if you know if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about—the soul sucking yep. vampire. The one just he's so miserable and boring that he just drains everyone's energy. So. It is fitting for you, Krim. It is fitting for you. You haven't you I haven't sold me on building gut, but just just call it colin that's it and then we'll know we'll know Jeez, jeez. all right
0: uh moving on my pick apparently we're all on the the mono black underrated train because i also have a mono black commander for you all to pre-use this is an old school one called volrath the fallen this is three and triple black so six mana commander uh for a six four and it has an activated ability where you can pay two, one in the black, discard a creature card from your hand. Volareth, the Fallen gets plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is a discarded card's mana value. So this is old school Commander that I got to play before. I've seen it. I don't know if I played on Commander Clash. I think I played on Commander Clash one time, but long ago. I know Adriano has given it a spin as well um, on a stream or something like that. Um, and basically, this is the, this is basically Voltron. ...meets uh, graveyard shenanigans, graveyard reanimation. So what you do with, with um, Volrath is basically you load up on high mana value creatures. There's two in particular that if you just discard it, you get to one-shot with Volrath. Um, the first one, which is like the, the old-school one, Draco, mana value 16... So you discard it with uh, Volrath at instant speed so you can attack after like blocks and everything. Um it gets plus sixteen plus sixteen until end of turn. So that's twenty-two commander damage coming at your face for two mana and discarding a card. And more recently, uh Shadow of Mortality, which came out in Capana, also a five mana uh value creature, so you can discard that deal twenty-one. So those are two instant one shots for two mana. mana. Yeah, 15 mana, mana value, boom. Uh, you're already hitting for 6, so 6 plus 15, 21. Um, and then there's like just other big creatures that you can be discarding. And what's, what's Mono Black really good at doing? Graveyard reanimation, specifically for creatures. So you can reanimate all your creatures with like Animate Dead, Necromancy. My personal favorite is Strands of Night. Four mana enchantment, pay two, uh, pay two black and pay two life, sacrifice a swamp, return target creature card from your graveyard to play, do that at instant speed. So, boom, you're just discarding your, your new Eldrazi, or new Ulamog, your new Kozalek, or whatever, your path Razor of Ulamog, your artisan of You just like, freaking, you discard it, you nug people for 15, 16 damage, you reanimate, re-animate them for two, and then what, whatever, your vault gets, you know, dealt with or whatever. Whatever. I just reated my huge creatures and I kill you with that. Bada bing bada boom. It's so fun. It's it's really fun. I don't know. It's uh I
2: don't I don't know why this is underrated. It's unique. I I, I love this card growing up. This was such a cool card, so I love I love seeing this. I mean that, that is, is yeah, true. I mean, like this was such a cool card to me as a kid. Uh and it still is such a sweet one to see. Uh so I'm happy to see it on here.
1: So I I don't know. I mean it seems cool. I like Volvo It's rad. also I think Power level is a little unprotected to be six a voltron commander uh, in the yeah. in the era of 2022. You have like, remember Ural and how like busted that was if you want to try to Voltron yeah. and people don't even play that anymore. So I feel like that's maybe six mana no protection probably keeps its power in check. But it is super synergistic in a black deck. You have like you said, there's a ton of ways to take advantage of your graveyard. And we're getting more and more cards that let you one shot with it. So, and plus, you could always discard things multiple times, right? You could discard two cards to add up to enough power to one shot someone, mm-hmm. so. It's sweet. And yeah, the only problem is the
3: mana cost, right? Nowadays, it would probably be a two or three drop, and it would actually be <laughs> legit. Yeah. yeah, not. It would probably still not be a six four then, but. Lower
1: stats. Six yeah. mana, six a four smaller. is a bit, But yeah. for
3: a three mana. God damn. Whisper Cloak. Thing. And let's yeah. go.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, whisper silk cloak. But I like, I like. Yeah, it is fragile, so you can, like going all in on Voltron is a little bit difficult. You could do stuff that would be like you know reanimate a creature if it's about to die, Malakir birth, and you could lightning, you can Swift Boots it or whatever, whisper silk cloak. But I, what I like is like the backup plan. Like I don't like just one shotting people and that's it and that's my only plan. I like having a backup plan, and the backup plan here is just you're a reanimation deck, which I find very tantalizing like yeah okay Volrath gets shut down well done you you survived but now can you survive these eldrazi's that i'm gonna reanimate for two mana and that's gonna be a little bit more dicey i don't know so yeah that was a fun one i don't know so that that's a lot of mono black um maybe we can get off mono black seth can you can you get us uh, off mono black with uh, with an option
1: sort of i i can move us from mono black to orzov so it's a little bit further and, away from uh from mono black yeah, Next up for me, I got Selenia Dark Angel, which one of the things I love most in Commander are commanders that make cards that don't work in any other deck playable and selenia is the perfect commander for a very narrow archetype uh, it's a five mana three three flying legendary angel and its ability is pay to life to return it to its owner's hand so it dodges removal that's what you think when you first read this ability but what this ability actually says is you can lose as much life as you want in increments of two essentially, Why, because you can activate it in response to itself a bunch of times. So this is a way that you can drop your life total from 40 down to 2 or something all in one turn. Why would you ever want to drop your life total from 40 down to 2? Uh, there's cards that care about that. This is the perfect like life-swapping commander. There's cards like Axis and Mortality. Uh, there's a bunch of solo conduit. Repay there's a bunch of kind. the repay and and kind. Kind. There's cards that yeah lower everyone's life total down to there. There's cards that reward you for being at one life near death experience <laughs> if you're at one life on your upkeep you win the game instead of losing the game and then you can also throw in life gain shenanigans because there's cards that cause you to gain life equal to life you lost this turn and according to the magic rules if you go from two life back up to 40 life because of something like children of corliss which has that tax sack it gain life equal to life you lost this turn or tainted sigil does the same thing that counts as life gain so if you have anything that triggers based on how much life you gain or when you gain so much life it's going to gain you a huge amount of life, so I can see why this isn't one of the most popular commanders. It's certainly supporting a very niche archetype. Like, not a lot of people want to be doing life swap shenanigans or these things. But if you do want to do those things and you want to try to win with near death experience or you want to win with access and mortality, this is like literally the perfect card. It's the best possible commander for that archetype.
3: Yeah, I might build that actually. know that you, I, I've made a video that was like. Ooh, I bring my life total down to zero and then switch life totals. That seems like the perfect commander for oh. this. And it's in the colors for Platinum Angel effects besides Platinum Angel. Yep. So I don't lose if I go to zero. Yeah, I might try to pull this off. <laughs> that sounds... Ooh. That's a good there might tip. might have
0: been somebody in the group who made the stack even and, and uh, um, made videos you, you on it. You
3: played it a
1: long time ago, oh, didn't you, Tilmer? Oh, wow, nice.
0: I might have done a quickie on it, actually. Ooh, of, nice. uh, Showing it in action, too, that you could find Ooh. on this channel on MTG Goldfish Commander if you head on over to YouTube. Type in Selenia. It did not do very well in the Wait, views. You make content. Uh, it was good. <laughs> it's gonna I get one more view though from me you now. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made this deck. Like, I have a, a paper version of it. I love it. I love it to cool. death for all the reasons <laughs> that I said. Um, it, it basically, you just get your life total to one or two, or even zero with stuff like uh, Angels' Grace and Forexing on life. You can go down to zero without dying, um, and then you just swap through your life total and either they die because you swap them with zero life total or uh you get them to like one or two and then you just drain them or you like sign and blood them or something and they're just they're gone um so the deck is hilarious it takes advantage of like you know you, you could be attacked you're like whatever you're gonna you're attacking me you're helping me actually <laughs> and life loss is like not a, not an issue and you run some like stunning reversal where like if you would lose the game you draw seven and your life goes to one instead and it's like it's very silly i think the only thing from my experiences is someone like crim is like your mortal enemy you're probably just gonna auto lose to Krim crim because it just yeah. loses to like a like a counter spell right like if you do your big life swap thing and it gets countered that's it <laughs> gg like you have to you have to like tutor up your Boseju you first and then go for it and be like can't be countered or like grand abolisher you know you have to set that up But, like, yeah, if if Krim was at the table and we were, like, choosing what deck to play, I would not grab this one first. (laughs) I would
1: put this to the side. (laughs) I mean, it is a risky strategy to go down to two life. Things can go wrong, uh, like a counterspell or uh, some sort of burn spell at instant speed. So it's certainly high risk, but (laughs) it's really cool when it works. If you like uh, Uh, against the odds style decks or whatever, like, this is, like, commander against the odds at its best, I think and yeah, you can play around spike it spike
2: field hazarded out of the game
1: you go <laughs> yeah. to one or something then, <laughs> yeah. you know you can play around it. like if you know
0: somebody's having it and you got like angel's grace in your hand first before you do the craziness yeah, yeah. or if you know somebody has counter special you tutor up the boost you first before or grand abolisher first before you go for it but like yeah it is it is very high risk high reward i will say and yes phil if you if you're building it I'm you're gonna check out brother. this video for welcome sure. Yeah, that sounds sweet. It'll <laughs> we'll be in the video description. Bump that up to increase its thing by I don't know how much. I'm gonna I think it got like 10k views maximum. I don't you're, know. You're gonna, gonna get well.
1: you'll get at least one more from Phil. Ten Hell yeah. ten thousand in one. <laughs> Thanks, <Phil. laughs> moving on up. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right, we're gonna be moving away from black. Finally, thank God. Maybe. <laughs> Or will we? I don't know. (laughs) Phil, what do you got for
3: us? (laughs) I'm coming in with some the most mono-green thing ever. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's Kogla the Titan Ape. It's a pretty obvious King Kong reference, which makes it weird that only 310 people build a deck around it. I thought that people might just, just Mm. for the novelty, say, hey, I built a King Kong deck. Seems like only 310 people did, so it's a (laughs) 6-mana Seven six when it enters the battlefield, it fights up to one target target creature you don't control when it attacks, destroy target artifact or enchantment defending player controls, and you can pay two mana and return a human you control into it into your hand and then it gains indestructible so this is a pretty good rate, I'd say six mana, seven six it's fine, fighting a creature is pretty good because mono green. Really doesn't have too much interaction. Yeah. Then attacks destroy artifact or enchantment. That's pretty good in commander. And the interesting text: two mana return target human you control into its owner's hand. That could be an eternal witness, for example. And then you can. To be fair, you are not in green in blue, so you can't get back an extra turn spell. But you can get back any anything every turn with timeless witness, eternal witness there's also like uh there's this new druid purification druid yes uh, is that if you bounce human? and replay this it's the the better <clears throat> uh reclamation stage i think it's called
0: me... yeah druid of purification
2: it came out is that in the AF one that has Bar, d- demonstrate A-F3? oh no never mind no no, no this it's is the, the one for uh, each
0: opponent or for each player each player may choose yeah it is a human yeah. Oh, choose, Starting with you, yeah. each player may choose an artifact or enchantment you don't control. Destroy each permanent turn those way. It's like huge. It's, uh, yeah. If you be...
3: just bounce that two or three times, I mean, it's if you you can also protect Kogla with it. It gains indestructible. Yeah. But I'd say most of the time you bounce for value, and it seems sweet. And a mono green deck usually gets enough you know, enough mana to just do this every turn and is. Seems like
1: a super solid commander to me. It does. That's so much. Oh. Yeah. There's infinite combos too. There there are ways to go infinite with it. There's like I think the easiest one is Hyrax Tower Scout is the creature. It's a three mana three three human that when it ETBs you can untap target creature. And then if you have like Circle of Dreams Druid or Marrowin, some other permanent that taps for more mana than it costs to bounce with Kogla, you just keep tapping, pick it up, put it back into play, tap it, make infinite mana. So there there's some shenanigans like that.
0: I will say Kogla is one of my favorite green creatures, and I put it in a lot of decks, but I put it in the ninety nine of a lot of decks. Yeah, <laughs> I think same, that's that's actually. that's like the recurring thing with VDH Like you can see, it, as a as a card, it's very popular. Four percent of all decks that show up, and that like I mean that counts like non green decks and stuff like that. So four percent is pretty high, but yes. as a commander, I don't know why. Yeah. i I don't know why.
3: I mean, I play it in Lowness which takes a bit more advantage of its bounce effect. Yes. So that's a bit of extra value there, but it's just a super solid card in general. Maybe that's it. Maybe people just don't think of it as a commander. I kind of just want to try building it. Actually, it seems so solid.
1: That might be part I think of it. it would be
0: just like a very good control deck, right? Like You can, oh, you can definitely use control. it, but... It yeah. is. It is like that removal thing. I think that's like the Kalitas yeah. syndrome. Is like people yeah. are like, "Well, I want my commander to draw cards and make mana, mana yeah, advantage sure. and card advantage, baby." And this one's just like,
2: "I blow <laughs> things up very well." Yeah, and, and, and which is fun. It just may not appeal to, of course, the two people that only like drawing cards. All right, <laughs> I'm sorry if I don't. <laughs>
0: It doesn't make oh. it doesn't make mana or draw cards. In my command zone it does not compute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I I I will take that all back because the most popular mono green commander apparently is Finn the Fangbearer, which yeah is the poison one. I mean, people love so poison, but it That's doesn't matter. It doesn't fit my criteria, so I think my, my theory is out the window, actually. Although... <laughs> I yeah, I
3: was back. shocked about this one. Number, right?
1: number two, Savala. That makes mana and draws cards. Marlin makes <laughs> yeah. mana. That's number four. So oh. I, don't, I don't think you're fully hey. on base. Those are
2: boring. Oh, my God. Those cards are so boring. <laughs> I do think they're more boring than Kogla.
0: It's straight up, but, like... Yeah. It's more of a... a more of what like the format's all about is like he got it. The two most format's important things
2: all about. Oh. The format's all <laughs> about mana advantage, and card
0: advantage. It's true you're though. In
3: green. Okay, I mean you're in sure. green already. You don't need any more mana advantage.
0: But card advantage, green can't draw cards. Haven't you heard? It's impossible. Harmonize can... is the only mm. thing we have. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so that green human that,
3: ETB draws. I
0: like
2: Kogla too. I, I feel like, like your Kogla. I yeah. think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. I love the removal aspect of it. And I love that you can just Donkey Kong punch somebody. Uh, like, uh, like, I feel like this would be Krim's green
0: Commander if he was forced yeah. to play mono green.
2: I
1: probably <laughs> would be, like,
2: no joke.
0: Now, how do I do this at draw ghost speed? Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, if I play Yeva in the 99. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you probably That's, are. You have a sick, though. You have a sick. like that, that would be actually my number one mono green commander. All
0: right.
2: See? I know. I know.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, wait. Who is it on? Oh, it's on me again. Um, oh. Hi. I got something spicy that was played on Commander Clash. Uh, <laughs> it's Bell Spectral Sergeant. And this is another uh, commander that I have um, in paper. That I think is really good, and yet EDH rec people on EDH rec do not agree with me because it's only three hundred and one decks. Uh, Bill Borka, Spectral Sergeant came out in Commander Legends like three years ago. Uh, two bl- uh, two red whites so of Boros uh, Asterix five out of five. I can't speak right now. You know, power is 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 Asterix. Toughness is five. Um, note the mana value of each card as it's put into exile anybody's so that's a little bit annoying i i understand the annoyance there but uh its power is equal to the greatest number noted for it this turn and at the beginning of your upkeep exile the top card of your library you may play that card this turn so essentially bell Borca is a little bit of card advantage she's kind of like a phyrexian altar where every single turn you get to exile a card and you get to play it that turn so it's impulse draw so card advantage but the big thing that I like about it is that power, it gets huge. It, the, the largest thing they got exiled this turn is what its power is. And so, um, you know, whatever you exile, obviously, with Bell Borka is going to be its, its standard power, too, which could be high. But there's a lot of things to game um, the system here where you could, for example, exiling is, is, it means a lot of things. You can exile it by doing impulse draw, but you can also exile stuff by, like, you know, path to exiling somebody's creature, and then that's exiled. So that's Bellborka's uh, power equal to that uh, mana value. You can suspend stuff like greater Garganon, and then pay mm-hmm. one mana to make it 10 power. Uh, but my favorite of favorites is actually cascading. Cascading, when you cascade and you, you cascade into a card, you're actually exiling uh. those cards temporarily. They're not permanently exiled. They go back to the bottom of your library. But everything you, you see but don't hit with, uh, those are temporarily exiled, and, and Belborca will see those. So, for example, if you cascade some small spell and, ooh, what was this? I saw a Draco, and that's a 16 mana value thing. Well, Belborca is now 16 power, and you smack people over with that. Um, there's also spells that cost way less. When you uh cast them, like volcanic uh vo- volcanic salvo, volcanic salvo 12 mana value, but it costs x less to cast. Where x is the total mana value with the total power of creatures you control. So if belborca is uh big and you have some other big creatures, you can cast this for two mana, and belborca's gonna see it. And I'm like, well, nah. Um you you deal six damage to it, but if you cascade through it, it's still a twelve mana value thing. And there's also stuff that lets you exile uh cards from your from your hand. Um and that works out too, like blazing power, blaze blaze and power or something like that. No, blazing shoal. Uh, oh. X and double red. Ooh, you get uh, exile Blaze? a red card from your blazing Shoal, That's the one I got there in the end. You may, you may remove a red card from mana value X or less, or X from your hand rather than pay its cost. Target so creature gets plus X plus O until under turn. So you get rid of a, like blazing salvo, which is twelve, with uh, blazing Shoal.
2: And I got there in the end, criminal. Right? I got there in the I'm end. So- no, no. I'm just laughing because like this whole deck is like <laughs> I'm just stupid. About. No,
1: it's It's great, though.
2: It's like one gigantic 420 meme.
1: Also, (laughs) this has also been a great podcast for Draco. I don't think Draco's (laughs) gotten this many shout outs. Draco's (laughs) great. (laughs) (laughs) We got all these sneaky sneaky ways to one-shot people of Ultron style. I remember this Commander Tomer. We did a... Well, didn't we do a gift episode or something where you yep. made all of us the deck yeah, so and I made it you for gave you. me and then you
0: never cast your command? I never. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Who who does things like that? I, I've improved since then. Like... That was a while ago. That was a, that was the old Seth. But it's
0: like, if the new Voltron commander, you didn't cast him. You didn't
2: cast the Voltron. How command. does this deck win? <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was so
0: sad. Yeah, so you, know like... the, you know the TikTok meme where it's like where there's a lady she's watching the meme, yeah. like where does this where does this shape go into it she's like it's a square hole and he's like you're right it's a square hole and it's like where does this one go and she's like the triangle and he's like that's right the square hole and she's like crying she's yeah. like please the seth. cylinder it goes into the cylinder it's a square hole that was me that was watching me, watching me play you pilot. that yeah. game. <laughs> i was like
3: please, baby, please it's so funny because seth was Asking like, how does this win? What am I doing here? Why is there a Draco in this? Game?
1: <laughs> <God damn.
0: laughs>
1: I might not have played it well, but I remember thinking it was a cool deck, even as I did Thank nothing you. and did not understand it. Apparently, so I mean, you
3: almost locked us out with um, what's the card?
1: Oh, possibility yeah, storm. It possibility. It was a possibility. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it a, I'm a monster.
0: Because <laughs> possibility storm, it shows you every single card that you're not casting right so mm-hmm. you can you can. Ooh, That's I saw so cool. Draco punch you in the face for 16 I, uh, that that is I feel like so
3: cool.
1: I feel like Bell Borka got kind of a raw deal though because it came out and then like six months later they printed prosper and if you want to play yeah. like Exile Ooh, Matters yeah. stuff, Prosper is just like, oh, it ramps you, it draws you cards. it does like literally every possible it. thing it's like so incredible that everyone just kind of forgot about Belborka that works in like kind of the similar space of playing stuff from Exile and, and everyone built Prosper decks and it's like super popular yeah
0: Belborka's not as good as a Prosper I will say that
1: Prosper's probably too Prosper good, so. honestly, yeah. Prosper's <laughs> yeah, Prosper's
3: a bit like the brawl uh, broad. Broad commanders, like Corvalt and Shulane. It feels like, ooh, yeah, look, a very powerful card. Here it is. It's
0: you there. shouldn't be able to make more than one treasure per turn. It should have been capped. <laughs> that doesn't like, make wh- any sense. Yeah. I can't. I can't. And then and then I'm I playing, like, Arena Cube. And what what's the deck that beats my, my broken mono green deck? It's the Prosper, Prosper. deck with Lalia. Lelia turn Ooh. two, smacking me for four
2: on turn three. And then drop and then your Prosper. Prosper. I hate Prosper. Ooh, that's <laughs>
3: kind of sweet, though. In cubes, I, feel, I
2: feel like I Lalia that. or whatever in, like, Arena is, like, absurd. Like, I don't know why that cards on there. Like, like it's, it's kind of
3: Yeah. I mean, just in Limited, though, they, 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 does it seem... Hey, Oh, yeah, it is.
0: This is a lot of playing. Prosper. (laughs) There's no other Exile Matters commanders out there. Just Prosper. (laughs) Apparently. God. Hate. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Shout out to Liara Porter also. If you don't want to go Voltron, Liara Porter, also Boros, also exile matters. I would say stronger because guess what? She ramps and card draws at the same time. Waka waka, that's the thing. Um so you just attack and then you, you make you make stuff cost less okay. and you exile off the top of your library and you can cast those spells until on the turn and they cost less. So Card drawn and card drawn That's a way. Right. So, yeah, so you have a better uh, than Prosper. I hate Prosper. Oh, man. Sorry. I dozed off there. I oh, got boring, dude. Gets so tilted at <laughs> so Prosper. Anyway, let's untilt. Uh, I, Seth, what do you got for us?
1: <laughs> actually, I think we skipped Krim last turn. Krim, have you done more what? than one card yet? I feel oh, like we skipped shoot. him. So let's Krim let's and then me. We
0: totally <laughs> skip. I'm so sorry, Krim.
2: Oh, it's what okay. Because uh, essentially, you know, I. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one that I thoroughly loved. Also, a little bit around the same era of Valrath. At least when I got into the game, oh. It'd be Arcanus the Omnipotent or Omnipotent. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, this card is a three blue 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 wizard. Tap it, draw three cards, ah uh, ah, uh, and then and then two mana blue blue. Return it to your hand. So this is actually not good at all. But I, <laughs> but, but like. I just liked it it's because back then. It's not bad, but like let's be honest here. All I was doing with this was I was just like using it as a card draw engine uh and when I when I mm-hmm. had this deck. And I and I loved this card in like <laughs> growing up just because it was such I built it, the deck entirely on nostalgia. So yeah. It was just a cool card back then, and it's still cool now. It just looks cool. The artwork and all of that, so that's why I thoroughly loved it. The artwork is just so badass. So they, cool. I know they came out with a dual deck one or whatever, but no, no, no. We're talking about this art. This art that's is so perfect. And, yeah, like, tapping to draw three cards isn't a thing to laugh at. Uh, it is six mana, so you are paying a lot for this card. <laughs> and I was – I originally built this as mono, my Mono Blue Wizard Commander. Um, just because I didn't, you know, of course you could always build all the other ones, like a zombie and things like that, but this one's cooler. All right. So I, I don't know if like, this is actually good. I mean, when I was told I, we could also pick some cards that I thought were underrated. Uh, and, I, like, and, and I oh, chose yeah. something that I, I just had fun, right? Like I had fun with, and this card has only what, like yeah, it has 316 decks. So yeah, it doesn't do anything fancy, but it does what Tomer likes to do. And stuff. it just taps and draws cards. <laughs> You know? When I, it, uh, it's a 3-4. It's got a big body for the usual threat that I play. I
0: think when he's, I, he's fine. You can Mind Over Matter combo, too. Like you can Yeah. yeah.
1: Untap it. There's, there's ways to, like, draw your deck and win with Lab Man or whatever. But I used to oh, just yeah. play this card for value all the time. I don't know if I ever built a Commander deck where this was at the head of my deck. But if you go back yeah. to the early seasons of Commander Clash so many of my decks i would just play the random like the value arcane is just be like i'm going to i'm going to tap this and draw three cards and if no one kills <laughs> yeah. it next turn i'm going to do it again and like this is the best thing ever it was like the worst consecrated things yeah. of all time he's but, honestly but the, not terrible but yeah he's just expensive
3: because two uh, consecrated strings huh. yeah because he's
2: wor- a worse version of that no one kills it though right That's like true. he's not high on the threat meter so every turn i just draw three <laughs> um, and and sure, sometimes I never get the mana to cast it, but like you know, whatever. But the the card itself is very non threatening, so no one looks at it really. And you just sit there and you just accrue value. And yeah, like it? like Tomer and everyone mentioned, you can mind over matter. You can easily untap and do this thing over and over and over and over until you draw your whole deck. But just playing it fairly is also really fun. Yeah, is
3: it unthreatening though? I think that if you hit if this okay, so hits right. the battlefield. I'll say, oh my God, Krim wins when he untaps with this, just because the raw text draw three cards just sounds like <laughs> something I want to do oh, and you gotta, you don't want untap you to do with
0: him, right? Like he's not like going to draw three. Yeah, but yeah. if you
3: if you yeah, but that's the point of saying yeah, it's not yeah. a threat. Yeah, I, I don't I, care it's, if it's, it's if he untaps it. with it, it if, if it's not a threat. Most, most people don't, don't
2: it. see it as a threat, though. It's like, it well, definitely not emerger. like a prosper or anything. Like, it's still still a it. bit
3: sus if you play it. When, like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do with you this? Know, what are you though? doing? Why are you playing
0: Arcanus of all <laughs> yeah. things? Because I'm
2: playing... this Nista- artwork? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I, I, when, you, just when we, uh, you stack this up to the current 2022 commanders, it slides under the radar. Like, oh, look sure, at everything yeah? that sits around, like... Sure, you can think about it on just, like, the raw stats, uh, like, or what its ability is, draw three cards, but I guarantee you this will be the lowest on the threat meter when you look at any of the other decks sitting at the table on average.
1: True. And I think if you want to build Wizards, it's, like, safe, like, pretty low down on the Wizard tier list as far as what I'm scared of compared to, like, Inolas and Azamis and, like, just all the really strong Wizard commanders. So I think compared to those, it is, like, not going to draw as much heat, hopefully
2: yeah yeah like it was it was volrath this card and like i think uh shadow mage infiltrator those were like my favorite cards growing up
0: i i i am 100 percent on board with you because is one of my favorite cards growing up too yeah, like, yeah the same. art the art the the mysterious lore like he, he's basically book. like he's kind of like he has like boba fett vibes you know what i mean like yeah. where, like he has Before no face he's a faceless the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally bad, so. We don't talk about that though. That's that's fine. He, he's always mysterious to me. We've never seen his face before. And we don't know his <laughs> origin, and like even the, even the new like I like I like the previous uh, text, but like even the tenth edition one was good too. The flavor text: Do not concern yourself with my origin, my race, or my ancestry. Seek my record in the pits, then make your wager. Because he's just like a gladiator type person. Onslaught yeah. was so freaking cool. Yeah, coolest set. And the art of
3: grinning yeah. demon
2: was in that? Oh my god, dude, what a cool set. <laughs> what a cool set.
3: How much mana would you pay for this effect? Like tap three cards on a twenty twenty design card? Like four mana. I have five mana. you think so? Like five mana. five mana would only be one less. But then I'd say, ooh, that's pretty scary. If in the control deck untaps with this, it's over for sure. Control if deck's it's not five tapped, mana. It, it,
2: if this gets vanishing verse, control deck's not untapping. They're think, not gonna tap out and play sure. this card. Maybe unless it's flash. I think, flash. Sh- I think that's twenty more. twenty. Well, we
0: could see like Nezahal is one of the more recent ones, Right. and that's like seven mana, but it can't be countered. But it's I think it's its protection is more relevant. Nezahal seven mana, seven seven can't be countered. No maximum hand size, and then whenever an opponent uh, casts a non creature spell, you draw a card, so you could draw a lot of cards. But its protection is really interesting. You, could you also could discard a three to exile yeah. it and re- return it back to the battlefield uh, tap. So I feel like a new Arcanist would be, like, instead of pay four, return it back to hand, it would just be, like, discard three cards and then, uh, you know, phase it out, maybe.
1: Ooh. And it'd be uncounterable. Yeah.
0: And uncounterable. But I don't think you yeah. can lower its mana cost that much. You can sure. maybe make it a yeah, five Yeah,
3: that's drop. what I mean, yeah. Like, being raw tap draw three cards is rough.
2: Yeah, that's... But as is, right now, not changing that's anything... True. I think they'd have to lower this mana cost in order for be like to be a real card, like four or five mana. Is what I make it five, four mana. My, my all right, <laughs> four might be alright. Four and a half, somewhere in there. Oh, he has <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta see. Like, okay, yeah. first off, this dies to like everything, right? Like, it actually no. dies to everything. No, <laughs> it like,
3: literally doesn't. It doesn't add to three damage. Board wipes, folks. It's a three, four is sure. okay sure. stats. Papa, but
2: like everything it that orzob kills it everything they, that that is like it, it all falls under uh like like, like you mean like, all like the remover. Remover? Sir, i have fear guardianship
0: and i am in countermagic. Whoa, 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 deck
2: in standard right like if this were designed for standard in 2022 i feel like look at lear lear essentially liar lear yeah right. kind of serves as the same thing right so four five mana it's a three four right like lear's five hmm. mana this could totally be the same thing. You're kind of drawing three cards anyway, because you target, like, uh, the whatever. E- the-
0: e- Baba the Saga is, like, a new one. It costs three. and You can draw three <laughs> cards, but you have to sacrifice uh, cards oh. of every single card type. Like... I, yeah, I that card baby lasagna. I can never remember it. Yeah, baby lasagna. I got wrecked. I got wrecked. like, that is a really strong commander. And it's three, but you can draw three cards, but you have to really jump through, like, some serious hoops. And this is mm-hmm. just
2: you tap it and draw three. And it's like, but it's blue. I mean, yeah, that makes uh, it more scary. Makes it blue blue doesn't Blue
1: shouldn't have to work that hard. Okay, come on. Yeah, you should. <laughs> They did just make ancient silver dragon. That's like draw ten a turn for yeah, Indiana. Like no, seven but you have drop. to hit. Yeah, no, I think all that's... of this is not the
3: same as just tapping. Like Nezahual can draw zero cards if your opponents play creatures. This one yeah. taps, mm-hmm. draw three cards. That's so good. Like,
0: let us know in the comments mm-hmm. section. What would you? What would you make of this what if you, you made t- it in twenty twenty For standard. Yeah. <laughs> First <standard. laughs> kind for standard. of getting off track. standard. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: exactly. We play, you play it. alchemy, <laughs> okay? Well,
0: yeah. All right, all
2: right.
3: <laughs> standard brawl. Okay, let's all right. get going.
1: <laughs> Moving on.
0: Uh,
3: okay, um, I, uh, I got gotcha. you. So-
1: I got you yeah, now. Yeah. This one, so this is one card, but really, it's a shout-out to a whole bunch of cards that have been forgotten over the years of Commander. So the individual card is Rith Awakener. It's a six-mana dragon. It's in the Naya color. She so gets a 6-6. Six, six. It is flying. When it deals combat damage, you can pay two and a green. If you do choose a color, then you make a 1-1 one, one green Saffronine token uh for each permanent of that color. So... Rith is a card that I played before. I played a sapperling deck with it. It went horribly. I loved everything about it. But really, this is about these dragons in general. If you look through EDH Rec, you will see Rith is part of a cycle. There's a, there's a five card cycle that includes a a bunch of them. There's an invasion cycle that is similar with Dromar the Banisher and Friends. So there's 10 of these dragons. And then you also have the original Elder Dragons, uh, Nicole Bolas, uh, and Friends. Those are Almost all under 500 uh, decks on EDH Rec. And I wonder if this makes sense in the light of 2022 magic. These cards aren't all that powerful. They're six mana. They need to get in combat damage to actually do anything. The things they do aren't even that good. We got a ton of busted dragon commanders now. On the other hand, these cards have really cool art. They're iconic. They're historic in the format. Like This commander started off as Elder Dragon Highlander. The whole gimmick was playing these old Elder Dragon cards. So I think that even though these are not the most powerful cards, I think they're still good enough that you can play with them. And they do some really cool, fun things. There are some that like, when you hit, you get to reanimate, or you hit, you make sapperling tokens, you hit, you make your opponent discard your hand with Nicole Bolas. So for me, I think that these dragons that are not Ur dragon or whatever, these three-colored dragons, I think all of them are like pretty underrated at this point and just undervalued because even though they're not like busted and up to 2022 20, design standards, they're still just really cool iconic cards that I wish I saw more when I played games of commander.
2: I fully agree with you, Seth. Holy. Mm-hmm. That it is so these cards are so sweet all of them. I love Krosis, I obviously love Volus. you know, all the dragons that are mentioned here, Treva, like, they're just such f- sweet cards, and it's such a bummer you don't see them anymore. Uh, and and I think that they all anytime you play a Dragon now, they've just been replaced by the Ur-Dragon. Like, if you're going to play a Dragon yeah. deck, which feels kind of bad, because, like, uh, that's why I still Connor play Neekle Bolas. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: no. yeah, also Mirum. pretty bu-
2: <laughs> much. getting up, the, up there now, right? It's like, like those are the two, though, right? Miram and Ur-Dragon. But, like, yeah. you don't see Trevor, Croesus or, like, just OG Bolus. although technically I think I'm the... I'm still holding it down. I I, I play Nicol Bolas the Ravager. That counts, right? And I,
1: uh, <laughs> He's and I think, dragon. <laughs> and there's there's value to not playing the most powerful thing for your deck. I think that's yeah. something that's often missed out. And I've learned more in Commander. If you reveal Mirim in your command zone, people are going to murder you. They have to murder you because if you untap with your commander, you're going to do all these like double my dragon panarmonicon sh- uh, shenanigans and just straight up win the game. So people have to take you out. If you reveal Rith. I'm gonna like be rooting for you to get in and make some sapperlings. Like, I'm not only am I not trying to kill you, I actively am like happy to see your commander in the game that I'm playing. And we're probably gonna be friends. Maybe I target you with my like secret rendezvous or whatever just because you're playing like these (laughs) sweet old dragons. So I think sometimes like it's better to play this slightly powered down version of some of these cards with how multiplayer like politics actually works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: it can actually be a power boost, even if it's not even if it's a less powerful option, it could be power boost by yeah, they are
3: very clunky, though. Right? The original oh, ones yeah. have literal heavy downsides. Oh, like, yeah, the, the, worst the tech cycle tech is the Not a
0: cumulative to. upkeep, but an Ooh, upkeep cost yeah. of three mana Ooh, just to ouch. keep them around. Yeah,
3: the other ones pretty much they have an attack trigger that costs three mana, like uh, hit your opponent trigger. That's also a bit. Yeah. don't want to pay mana for this. We might get new ones in Dominaria, right? Didn't we see a Rift
1: something? We saw so new
0: art for Rift, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: The and new ones so are probably going to be Sick. absolutely busted. They're, they're going like <laughs> yeah. to yeah. make these look like nothing. These look like jokes. Uh,
0: uh, also, fun fact, Mirim, Sentinel Worm, came out a couple months ago. It's the second most popular or Commander already on EDHREC. Second most. Wow. I, top, like two months I will I mean, admit, I, I like that card provisions.
1: when I saw it. Like It's it's, it's a great. really cool it's, card, and it's really yeah, strong. It so.
0: There's a reason why it's so popular, but it's also like, you gotta kill them. You oh, you, kill you have to, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, that's actually a very good point, right? A, a lot of Commander Clash games start like this. You'd look at everybody's Commander and say, oh, yep, this buddy, this is, you gotta kill this one. <laughs> Maybe just like
0: whatever Phil brought for the week. <laughs> 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 When you were starting out, you you you're, you've chilled down a lot, but like yeah, it's yeah. kind of a.
3: Usually, I <laughs> just admit when I'm bringing something, you yeah. and say yeah, oh, you should probably. kill yeah, me. Phil <laughs> Phil
1: does just straight up say it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Take me that's out. True. But um,
2: <laughs> yeah yeah. So yeah, I like the old dragons there's... and and
1: yeah. playing more because they're cool, even if they suck. Yeah. <laughs> still our cool they still are cool cards. They have, have a, very that. much style points with them. Yeah being the original
3: elder dragons. It's got to well, be worth something.
0: Yeah. This the invasion s- ones are not elder dragons by the way. Just, just oh, yeah. Because uh, I know there's going to be angry comments, but they're not elder dragons. Yeah.
2: Sure, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. They should have um, been. Be they
2: would
0: be if they printed them
2: today. They totally probably, they yeah. were printed yeah. now. They, they should be okay. elder
0: dragons cuz even in the lore they're like they're basically demigods. Yeah. Um, so Okay, I thought yeah, there
3: anyway. was a lore reason or something. No, they should be.
0: But anyway, uh Phil what do you got for us for the I've third got
3: one? a little bit of an older one here as well. I think it's from Tempest. It's Vati Ildal. Um, it's a four mm-hmm. mana 3-3 three, three that taps, huh. and target creature has base power and toughness 1. Uh, or base toughness 1. So yeah. you can mess with the stats of creatures, which is not really anything a lot of commanders do and he only has 149 decks uh so as you can imagine there's a lot of very unique things to do with him since there's yes yeah, i said there's not many things that do this like knights of souls betrayal curses a player and then oh no it's not the curse this one everybody Just yeah. everybody gets all creatures, all creatures get, get minus one minus one so this one is pretty much tap destroy target creature which pretty easy to untap him as well Then there's like pestilence um, you can gain value from all this dying, minus one minus one counters get very interesting if you can just tap them down to kill them and it's like a very good political tool for a commander table I think because you can use it to mess with the combat of other players I think it's just a super unique commander, I almost played it last clash where we did unpopular commanders but i didn't so uh yeah i it's cool
1: though one of my all-time favorite commander decks that i've played was the it <laughs> was actually a valdiel doll deck it was a, a planner week on commander clash where we each had to only play with cards from a single plane and I had Wrath, so it was like all the Tempest cards and some other old blocks. Mm-hmm. But I played uh, Vadieldol as my commander, and it ended up like going off in the game. With like Bullwhip was like the big card. Obviously, the deck was oh, limited yeah. because because I couldn't. I could only play stuff from uh, from this one plane. But Bullwhip is this four mana artifact that you pay two and tap it, and you deal one damage to something, and that thing has to attack. So you could snipe everything with Valdiel. And I also had like Pit Spawn, which like it has first strike and when it deals damage something you have to exile stuff so whip would make people attack into it and they get exiled and it was like a really sweet game so i have a i have a lot of respect for this commander it can actually do some really really fun powerful things
0: that was one of my favorite games of all time by the way that's one of my we favorites spice 8 rack on on i believe for that i think it was boring. the guest season yeah 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 and he was killing he was killing richard's theros <clears throat> gods indestructible gods with a pit swan, a bullwhip, and Vadiadal all working in tandem, it was like oh, the so most good. ridiculous <laughs> wow. game I've ever seen. Um, Safadi, so yeah, that is also yeah. You don't see like power, toughness, manipulation in—I don't think much ever, but like no. in Golgari colors, maybe like in who blue, does yeah.
2: this? I thought it'd be but in like, like blue, so red. Weird. Yeah, yeah, blue, red, and it's red maybe, yeah.
0: maybe blue. Like, I could see red and blue having a, an option for this. But, like, Golgari colors? That's so yeah. weird. I love it. It's a pretty <laughs>
3: old card. It's from...
1: I think Tempest... I you know, should really find out uh, from Tempest. where it is. is <laughs> originally Tempest. Tempest? Yeah. Tempest Strongholds. I don't know.
3: I think it's Tempest. Yeah. Oh, now I have to
0: check yeah, it. Yeah, Tempest.
1: Tempest. And it's it's cool it that it can is. be power or toughness. So you can use it to like all these Voltron threats Tilmer has been talking about. Let them discard their stuff and make their mm. huge thing and then just tap your body and make it one power and you yeah, don't take it hardly any damage. Or, or you yeah. can do it the other way, we hit the toughness and stuff trades off in combat or you ping it. So it actually has a lot of flexibility. I wish it was printed A, maybe a little bit cheaper. It's only a four mana three three, like Maybe knock a man off the cost or something, but even at four man, it's still just its a sweet commander. Unique, very yeah. unique commander. It's definitely a cool one.
3: Yeah. yeah. By the way, Our, Tempest came out in 1997. Sounds right. It's a I'm pretty old point
0: one. Point to turn into dust.
3: <laughs> I was I four years old it. at this point. I was six, and Magic as well. Six.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was and six. Nine yay old <laughs> uh crim fellow old um <laughs> what do you got for? just us? this is just the retirement home right now that's yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, okay <laughs>
1: um, uh, well most of our listeners would not be alive when,
2: when <laughs> I'm like, oh, no.
1: i don't think so uh, most of our listeners are also old so we're, we're yeah, good <laughs>
2: This is a tough one for me, but but I think I'm gonna go with also another old commander that I thoroughly enjoy. This is before I had the Layla deck, uh, and and I often shift between it. But I had uh, Urtai the Corrupted. It's two and Esper, two white, blue, black. Uh, you tap a blue and tap itself. Sack a creature or enchantment counter target spell. So. Obviously you can see why Alayla was <laughs> awesome, right? It's a mana cheaper and then it just makes a whole <laughs> army. But before that, dude, I was just I, I, I was playing enchantress and I had a counterspell every time you like this, was, cr- this is such, <laughs> a, so such, such a, a crim commander. Such a crim commander. Dude, God. the card is sick though. You oh, It does everything it's I wanted to do. It does everything I wanted to do. Like it counters spells, it allows me to use like sagas and stuff like that uh once they're about to like be useless just sack them. counter a spell so then people are like well are you gonna cast into that because you know he's gonna sack you know like and then obviously there's the untapping parts of it you know you could like play uh what is it pemmin's aura or whatever which at one point was like a 20 dollar card but to untap it and then you would just kind of do things again <laughs> like counter spells
1: and lack the blood magic. Like yeah. category, hey, hey, hey!
2: I, I mean, yeah, okay. I, I, su- I soon found out that, like, yeah, maybe, maybe solemnity and
1: decree of silence is hilariously brutal. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds oh that sounds rough. Yeah, that that is the most crim deck. It is neat though. It, it, there's not Very many neat. other commanders that work like that, so it's another super unique one. There's a few cards that work really well with it, like. There's one super janky card that I've always wanted to make work. That seems perfect for an Urza deck, and it's called uh, Hatching Plans, which is like a hmm. two mana enchantment that does nothing. But when it goes to the graveyard, you get to draw three cards. So it seems like perfect for like looping with Urtai. you counter something, draw yeah. a bunch of cards. So there are some some neat cards that you wouldn't see in any other deck that do work really well with it. So yeah, that, it's, that's it's a lot of fun. All.
0: I I definitely respect it, and I'm very like interested in it. As long as I'm not playing against it,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? it's, it's like, a good good deck like, to like, bird. Wow. You, yeah, like, stand behind the people's moves, shoulders and watch this, other people. Yeah. And you're like, that looks cool. I'm I'm not What
0: a cool commander. I've never seen these ones yeah. before. Have fun, you guys. Yeah. And they're just I'll like, see you later. Don't play, please. Let <laughs> me, please. Last me
2: It's so fun, though. Oh, my God. This is, like, Enchanted uh, Evening. You put oh on Enchanted Evening. You always have an enchantment. Oh no, <laughs> Like, please. I'll... I'll I will LD myself to make sure that. (laughs) Just
0: kill me, please.
2: (laughs) But yeah, this is just now a card I put in Alela because Alela makes creatures that you could then set. Yeah, I mean, we are getting a new Urtai soon,
0: so (laughs) yeah, maybe there's a new chance for a new Esper Enchantress
2: thingy going on. Look, I just have a I I have a thing for overcosted three
1: four wizards.
2: That's all. (laughs) so far that's all I've gathered from this podcast. <laughs> and the three four, they're pretty good.
1: I I would love to see Esper Enchantress supported by a less miserable commander. <laughs> because we don't How really we have a lot, a lot of support for that color combination. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I i think it's the archetype that's
2: miserable. It doesn't matter what's at the helm, right? <laughs> but I mean but I'd rather, I'd I'd rather play against Lila than Sithis. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> at least
2: at least, at least Urtai
0: you can just kill it, and they're probably not going to get it back yeah. up. It is like it's like I kill Sith is like oh whatever, <laughs> I'm in green. I play for four yes. minutes, <laughs> I win. <laughs>
3: Sith it seems like one of these custom cards. I'm just ignore this and just
0: <laughs> it's gonna be forever I mean, it's, the it's greatest great fun. I think for... you'd love it, Phil. But also, oh, yeah. I played it. Please.
3: Sometimes I play Historic Brawl like see Historic Brawl like I embrace. The most broken stuff and then I play against the most broken stuff. That's fine. But yeah, some cards sometimes you get a chill with the <laughs> power level a bit when card designing. And Sithis was definitely no chill all the way to the bank. Like two mana <laughs> artifact draws cards when casting artifacts.
0: Why? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. And that's and that's why we have underrated commanders. Hooray, Yay! if you wanna chill, check out these these
1: Play,
2: lists. play an old dragon. Yeah. Urti yeah. only has three hundred and eighty eight decks. Yep. And the, thankfully. yeah, like so th- thankfully. <laughs>
3: I mean to be fair, you kill it once it's, and then it's probably Yeah,
0: yeah and then you know, probably what, you're the not dark. you're not green. It's not like you're recasting anything. Yeah. It's just I th- you got to kill it once. You got to <laughs> get it before he has the counter magic.
2: I think it's the principle of what the card does, not actually how powerful it is. I think yeah. that's yeah. why people don't like it.
0: <laughs> well, here's here's one that's uh in white and blue and it's kind of expensive, but I feel like I feel like it's just fun for the full, whole family. Um it's the Daxos. Inscrutable. Oh. I okay, so I have I, I, I have a list. I like I, I love underrated commanders, so I have a list, but I gotta I gotta prioritize here. I, I know Dax is gonna be a hard sell. We're gonna go for <laughs> something that I hope is a little bit easier. it's the Inscrutable, it's 190 decks, so it's on the low end. Um and I played it on stream fairly recently, and I had such a blast. I actually played it on Commander Clash one time, and we had a Commander Clash moment where I tried to I almost got that was the I pun almost or bluff. The pun right? Pun and bluff, I was attacking. With with Krim and he's like, oh, there's he had to be attacking by accident, there's no way you would attack into this. He had like a six four, and I was attacking with three six. It doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense. And I had the thunderclap Wyvern it gives plus one plus one. It's flash speed, but then Seth had like a chaos one and like hit an negate oh, or yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> like essence, yes. essence scatter or whatever. I'm not bitter. I don't. It's not like I just think about Your that every once in a while. Was outclashed by Seth. Yeah. <laughs> it was the perfect punter bluff, and, and then and then Seth had to RNG G into a freaking <laughs> counterspell, and then he uses it because he's a he's he's oh, just the greatest person. That was so good. I'm not bitter, not bitter.
1: Um, Wh- yeah, why? Uh, why are all my commander clash <clears throat> moments wrecking you, Tomer? It feels like all the all the great <laughs> moments involve something similar. <laughs> There's a pattern. I'm not bitter. It's fine.
0: Uh, but back to this. Back to this commander. You're all the worst. Uh, back to this commander is uh, five mana. Azorius uh, Zorius Commander, one, double white, double blue, three, six, flyer. Um, it's a Sphinx, and it has a really cool combat trigger. When it deals combat damage to a player, you name a card. That player reveals their hand. If they reveal the named card, you search your library for a creature card with flying, reveal it, put it into your hand, and then shuffle your library. So every single time you deal combat damage, if you correctly guess what your opponent's uh, card in your opponent's hand, they reveal it. So now that knowledge is known to everybody. Uh, you got to tutor up a flying creature card and put it into your hand, which is incredibly unique. I don't know if there are any tutors for f- specifically flyers. So every single time you deal combat damage, you could be tutoring up a creature, a flying creature. So this like lends itself very well to flying tribal. The version I did... Uh, ...was actually Sphinx Tribal... ...with Unesh as the mm-hmm. Hidden Commander. Unesh is makes all Sphinxes cost two less to cast... ...and then they have a mini Factor Fiction... Uh, ...mini Factor Fiction of four. So you reveal, you reveal the top four cards... ...you let the opponent sort them into two piles... ...you choose whichever pile. One of them goes into your hand... That, ...the other one goes into the graveyard. So you go into Sphinx Tribal like that... ...and that's super fun. And um, hitting a blind... ...blind calling somebody's a card from somebody's hand... ...is difficult... However, there are a lot of ways to actually just see what's in people's hand. My favorite is Telepathy. Each of your opponents play with their hands revealed. So that's like easy, easy mode. Uh, Glasses of Urza to help Asperia see. You put on her glasses and you can tap it to look at target player's hand. That's a hoot. You can tutor them both up with dizzy spell, by the way. You can transmute for three and put either in your hand. Then there's stuff like Peek. Um, which also lets you look at somebody's hand and get taxing probe. Or you could go the other way, you could use like unsummon effects, like into the royal, or just straight up unsummon. I actually use unsummon, it was great. You just bounce something back to their hand, and now you know what, what's in their hand, and you, you peek that way too. And they're flexible because you could like you know up substantiate something or vents or something uh to protect your stuff. And uh now you know what's in their hand as well. Um so I don't know, it's super fun. It's like flying tribal. Tutor on a stick, repeatable, very mana efficient. 5 mana is, you know, on the higher end these days, but like this is like an ancient card. This is like 15 years old and it's yeah. 5. Like I would expect this to be like an 8 mana card from 15 years ago, but like it's
1: 5. It's like I'm, not bad. You do got to jump through the hoop. You got to have the till up the Like if you're if you're if you're yeah. just blind guessing, it's going to be a little inconsistent, but if you build yeah. around it and you're triggering every single turn, it is like kind of on rate even in twenty twenty two five mana three six with flying like those are not bad stats especially with an ability that's going to generate a bunch of card advantage.
0: Ooh, double strike, also. Even cool. if you don't know what's in their Ooh. hand the first time, the second Ooh. time you will. Yeah, but also if you already know what's in their hand, you got
1: two tutors, double strike. That you can pretty, also yeah. you can also play one of my favorite bad cards, a uh, spy network. <laughs> 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 one, one, oh. mana, one mana instant, look God. at target player's hand, the top card of that player's library, any face-down creatures he or she controls, and then look at the top four cards of your library and put it back in any order. All for just one mana. That is a lot of text for a 30-year-old card for one mana. <laughs> a lot of looking. <laughs> that card a lot of hilarious. looking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you
0: know what's in their hand, and if they cast that spell, then you already know what's on top of the library, too. Yeah, so you know for next turn, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Double oh, there trouble. was a land I used too, Moonring something. It's an island. It's not a good Moonring Island. It's a land island, so you can tutor it up with like a fetch. Uh, you could tap it to look at tar- the top card of target player's library if you have two or more blue permanents, Ooh. so you know what they're going to draw into and stuff. So yeah, yeah silly. That does sound like, like a fun deck. build around. I, I like it. Yeah, it was very fun on Commander
1: Clash until I got destroyed <laughs> by Essence Scatter. It was a chaos, the chaos wand. You can't control the chaos yeah. wand over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All
0: right. Um that's going to be it for our podcast. We covered 12 No. Yes, yeah. 12. Yes. We covered 12 commanders, 12 yeah, 12 underrated commanders um in the video description you can find you know we we picked we picked actually uh, an entire fourth row um but we'll leave that in the video descriptions if you want to see some underrated stuff um check that out as a little bit of a bonus uh, thank you so much for reaching the end of the podcast do the whole like and subscribing stuff that really helps the channel out wherever you're listening to this podcast um and yeah mtg goldfish merch store if you want to support us more with monies we always take that and we give you sweet deck boxes deck sleeves play mats and so much more at MTGGoldfishMerch.com. all right that's it everybody we don't know what we're going to be talking about next week leave a comment maybe down in the comments section if you're if there is a comment section where you're listening to it mm-hmm. or just email us i don't know uh, figure it out Twitter you know whatever we're, we're around if you want to give us some some ideas and want to talk about we always like having more ideas too all right that's it everybody until next time friends see ya